Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneroafinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and it is good to be back. Welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. It's been a while. I've been traveling across the U.S. and took a little bit of time off while my uh, friends have uh, held down the fort. And now back in the back in the host seat. And today I'm joined by two of our amazing Mickey Dude commentators from my home state of Florida, down a little bit south of me in Miami. We have Michael Fernandez. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? It's good to be back on. Yeah, we missed you, buddy. Yeah, it's been a long, long road. Yep. And up in Illinois, we have Twin Sweska. The good news, my lightning light of passage is finally up. Bad news, I booked it on March the 8th. And as funny as that probably sounds, Timothy, I'm going to ask you to read to uh, repeat that because your microphone cut out. Oh, okay. Um, the good news: my lightning lane for Flight of Passage finally came up. Bad news: it was on March the eighth. <laughs> Excellent. So, how have you guys been? Uh, ready good. for the? Can't complain. <laughs> I I I understand. Uh, I know. I know that uh, you two are in the education uh, brother and sisterhood, and uh, definitely have a lot of respect and uh, admiration for what you guys do. But being in the uh, the beverage industry, I'm most definitely looking forward to the end of summer. Ah, uh, yes. Well, my summer. And so. By the time this comes out, I'll be already back at work. But this is the eve of the first day of school for me. So, um, yeah, my kids come back tomorrow, so party's over for me. But, you know, 
I still can get out of work and go to Disney World, so it's not that bad. That's never a bad thing. This is true. Being three hours away is still not that bad either. Yeah. I less, actually, less, I spend less money that way. This is true. I actually got to go to Disneyland over the summer, and that was an epic trip. I actually want to do a uh, trip review on that in the next couple of weeks. And um, actually, uh, I've been home in Florida for a week, but yesterday was the first time I was able to get onto Disney property. You know, life gets a little bit crazy sometimes. I would love to be able to go to Disney every day, but that is just not practical. But Yesterday, I went over to Disney because a uh, friend of the show and former host, Pat Gennetti, is in town, and we ended up going to, uh, I uh, met him at his hotel, he was staying at Animal Kingdom Jumbo House, met up in the lobby and uh, shared uh, some Spiritus Fermenti Distillate with him, and just kind of, just chilled and caught up, haven't seen him in a while, and this Friday, when I get out of work, I'm going to uh, end up going to some Disney park to meet up with him and his family for a little while. So it was uh, it was a nice way to return home to Disney in that way. Always good to, for me, Disney is, yeah, There's it's about the attractions, it's about the experience. But in, in all honesty, for me, Disney has become about the people that I've met because of Disney. So, you know. He's one of the good ones, and uh, my extended Disney family is what makes living here even that much sweeter. Pat is definitely uh, one of the good dudes, and it's I, I have to say that uh, his pictures this week, incredible boost. It's been awesome to see uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, uh, resort on property. So it's been like a drug <laughs> that he keeps posting. And I just keep scrolling through and it's like, what'd you post new, Pat? What'd you post new? <laughs> and um, apparently I got him to um, agree to come on and do a trip report. So we're going to have Pat back on the, on the show. Very excited about that. That will be exciting. And unfortunately, I can't hold his feet over the fire on Fantasmic because he literally can't go see fantastic because it's not open yet <laughs> exactly trust me though if, they, if it was open i would have had to i would have had to kidnap him and just take him kicking and screaming which that burns me too because we're actually going to be playing a game pretty soon but uh, uh i'm gonna get on my uh high horse and complain for a bit because yeah i was in disneyland and i saw fantastic three nights that i was there and Disneyland was closed longer than Walt Disney World, yet Fantasmic is back in Disneyland, and we still don't have Fantasmic in Florida, and it is making me very angry. And with that, we're actually going to start off, before we get into our actual topic of the night, we're going to play a game that uh, our buddy Timothy just uh, suggested, and we're going to make a list of things that have opened since they started construction on Tron. Because as closer as Tron gets, you know, it looks like it's completely finished. Every now and then I drive by and they're running light cycles. It's just they're mocking us at this point because it's the perpetual construction project that's never ending. So, Tim, I'm going to throw it over to you. Why don't we list things that have happened since they started construction on Tron in 2017? 
Well, uh, uh, we have gone through two presidential elections. We have crowned uh, over five World Series champions. Uh, we have witnessed the complete and utter shutdown of the country and most of the entire world and seen the gradual reopening uh, due to a worldwide pandemic. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, a, uh, a young scrappy man uh, named uh, Charles Chesty Puller uh, rose to prominence in the Marine Corps uh, by taking on 27 Chinese divisions in the Chosen Reservoir. Oh, wait, no, sorry, that was Korea. Um, and uh, I've, I've actually seen the birth of quite a few, uh, quite a few extended family uh, kids and grandkids during this time. So um, pretty much in lifetimes, lifetimes have happened since Tron started construction. Uh, and also, uh, Disney managed to plan and flub their entire 50th anniversary celebration. So, I mean, hey, uh, in the words of uh, Bill Murray, who played Carl Spack with the groundskeeper, so we got that going for us. I can't believe they just rolled out the Magic Band Pluses now. I mean, that should have been something that would have should have been ready to go in October. And... Yep. You know, the fact that Disney doesn't have drone technology for its shows now is just um, deplorable. I was at King's Island on the 4th of July weekend, and they did fireworks with this amazing drone display. The drones were just uh, look, moving as units in the air. They were create. They were all these different images from the Peanuts uh, ca cartoons were coming up, you know. We had Snoopy as the Red Baron, Snoopy lying on his doghouse, all of these things made up of drones. And I said to one of my friends, Disney tried to do this over and over again, and they can never get it right. Meanwhile, they a, what? They teased us with that one in Springs, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is the future. This is yeah. awesome. And it was so, it was very like crude and rudimentary, but like at the time, we were like, oh my God, imagine what we what could be done with this. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh well, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna put giant barges in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon, but we're not gonna do like drones. I mean, Rivers of Light—that was supposed to be the keystone of the show, and yeah, we know how that one ended up. Yeah. Yeah. But we got kite tails. I pretty much call. I pretty much have said uh, straight out that uh, Rivers of Light has become the uh, Saint Anger of uh, Disney uh, Disney parks and resorts. Yeah, all those uh, familiar with Metallica. It's a it's a very. I, I like uh, Do you have anything to add about what has opened up in? Well, we also we also end up we did open up Guardians. We opened up. Ratatouille. We had a we had a, a change in CEO. Yes. Uh, we opened up Connections Cafe, uh, uh, Starbucks. Apparently, we added like sixteen different days to food and wine. Uh, food and wine is like uh, ninety percent of the year now. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that that happened over this this uh, Tron. Fiasco, not fiasco. I don't want to say fiasco, but uh, this Tron announcement. 
Now, speaking of food and wine, this is like the first time that um, I haven't broken down the doors to get there. Granted, it started while I was away out of Florida and everything, but by the time now, I've been, it's a week today that I've been, I've been back home and I still haven't even stepped foot in Epcot yet to yep. even try anything. Uh, we, we did it uh, about a week ago, like I think it was a weekend, uh, the second week. And, and look, I'm, I'm used to the heat. And I, you know, I'm Floridian and like, I don't care. I'll eat a chowder at 90 degrees. Uh, but there's something about sitting there and having my filet mignon and like sweat beating off my nose. That's not, it's not the most appetizing thing. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. I feel like they, they, uh, because it's so long, uh, when, when, when I first started going back in like 2016 to food and wine, and like really enjoying it i felt like it was such like a short time period that it felt like special and like food and wine doesn't feel special anymore yeah i've always asked if we could get a non-festival epcot festival because every time you turn around there's always something going on at epcot and um i will say that uh disney is not actually making uh proper predictions uh case in point, I have a friend who works at Sunshine Seasons and they're closing every day now at 5.30 uh, because they thought, okay, food and wine is happening now. People are not going to want to eat in any of the uh, quick service restaurants. They'll just go to food and wine. And I've heard front of the line cast, cast members have gotten cursed out at least 10 times in the last week for the fact that Sunshine Seasons is still not open anymore because Disney's like, all right, well, everybody's going to go to f food and wine, so we don't we don't need you guys, and they've cut those services. But you know, when you think about it, in the front of the park in Future World, they're really at at that point. There's no food and wine yet, so some people, you know, there are still people that come to actually do attractions and everything. And Sunshine Seasons is known for some of its freshest food in the park, and yeah, they're taking they're they're taking that away, and guests are really getting pissed off. Uh, Dave, I think like really quick, can I go on a quick little rant about food and bev really quick? Yeah, sure. Um, you're saying five thirty. Listen, I I understand we went through this whole pandemic and stuff and employment. The fact that I cannot get food on property past eleven o'clock at night or ten thirty at night is oh, ridiculous. Oh, don't get me started. It's ridiculous. Um, I remember when I, like, for the longest time, Gasparilla's at uh, uh, Grand Floridian used to be open 24 hours. Yeah. K Kona Cafe used to be open 24 hours. The fact that I had to go and get a pizza from a uh, Playa Pizza, a uh, new pizza place that just opened right behind the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you go, I highly recommend it. I went on a soft opening. It, that, you're, you're losing money. You're losing money like I, I this company that cares so much about money i cannot get food i like i can't get a, a chicken or even like a pre-wrapped sandwich or something uh baked goods a bagel anything anything i don't care what it is don't like look i as much as i like i love orlando restaurants and stuff like that but when i'm on property and i'm spending my dvc points i don't want to leave i don't want to get in my car and drive you know, that's not part of my vacation. 
don't force me to leave. Like, these things need to be open. Like, honestly, even 12 o'clock, like, I mean, 2 o'clock is pushing it. But at least 90 minutes after the park closes, I think something should be open. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you because this has been a problem for a very long time with me. And all the people that end up coming to, you know, I've had people actually just come back, you know, I've had to pick people up and take them around to places. You know, they'll call me like, hey, what's good around here? What's open? Right. And I've literally, people who have no cars, I've literally went and picked them up and taken them places so that they can eat because they can't, they can't eat on property. It's just... Right. I mean, the selection passed like 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock in Orlando. I mean, I come from South Florida where things are open 24 hours. Like, you know, the parties don't start till 12 here mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, but like past 12 o'clock, your options on 192 are kind of terrible anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm, I got so, nothing against I got nothing against Waffle House. Love me some Waffle House, pecan waffles, you know, all over it. But um, you know, D- Disney used to be so like I used to love eating late at Disney. That was like a thing uh, growing up. And then like as we first started going, like peekaboos over at uh, Swan and Dolphin used to be open twenty four hours. Uh-huh. The, pe- the pizza window on the boardwalk, yeah, it's not great pizza, but it used to be open till two. You know, and then I'm leaving jelly rolls at like 1.30 and I can't get a slice of pizza. Like you're 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 missing out on uh, on money. Like I'm willing. I'm at 12 o'clock at night with drinks in my system. I am ready to give you more money. You know, like eh, I'll, I'll step off my soapbox, but like that that's really frustrating sometimes. Even in the parks, after nine o'clock in the parks, like studios, you can't get anything. They clo- everything closes like an hour before the park closes. Yeah. I'm out here just looking for a cookie nom nom. And like, nope. They're like, nope. Sorry, we're closed. You can have popcorn. I've had eight buckets of popcorn at this point. Now, here's the question, though. Did you go to Guest Relations about this? I have not. But I will. I, I, I've been dying to, to, to do so, so, say something. Like, Honestly, somewhere. Because... This is, people need to start doing that. So if you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, and you're in the parks and you are not happy with something, don't think you could, you know, go over and talk to guest relations. Is it going to change it at that moment? No. But you know what? They get enough people that will give enough feedback. And especially if they give some major pushback on something like that that's the only way things are going to change so if you don't like something you are paying to be there you know i'm not saying go and be a karen and constantly just uh, you know try to you know don't go looking for any freebies and stuff like that but you know you have a right to let them let them know that you're not happy and you know that's the only you know that type of feedback is the only way they're going to be able to make those changes later on so don't be afraid to give feedback and at the same time if there is something really good that happened a great cast member something you really enjoyed go to guest relations and let them know that too because positive feedback also works very well in the favor of the guests later on yeah casey's corner should not be the place open late late it shouldn't be open later than your resort hotel like uh quick service or whatever it is you know it's it's uh it's a lot you know and and it's been going on and and honestly it's been going on a little bit before the pandemic as well yeah it has been all right so we should step down on our soapboxes and let's get to tonight's game so tim if i if i 
just add one quick thing. Of course. Sorry, uh, just the one thing, and I, because of all of these issues, uh, because we, my wife and I ran into it uh, in, Febu- uh, in February of last year. And because of that, because we knew that there this place still closed, everything else, my wife and I took my folks down there and did the big seven night stay at Old Key West. We went to Publix and we loaded up on snacks and breakfast and like late night stuff in case we needed anything. And we spent about 150 to 200 bucks on groceries. The just money just that you could have been paid, you could have been giving to them. Exactly. Yeah. Money they missed out on, and most likely because of the markup on Disney property, that I mean, it would have been more expensive than that. But I mean, yeah. we would have maybe sprung for a few late night meals or mm-hmm. a few late night treats or something else. Yeah. But it, though, it's not, not an every night thing. It's yeah. not every night of your trip. It's just you know, every once in a while, like you're leaving Magic Kingdom at twelve, you you get hungry. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my wife, wife and I stayed for the for extra magic hours one night, and it went to, like, yeah, midnight, twelve thirty. Yeah. I mean, was, and where were we? We were stuck in the log jam that is Casey's. The, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's I like, saw the lines and, I turned around. I, and if I turned I'm that away. hungry at the at the end of the night, I'm sorry, but the confectionery is not going to satiate my hunger. A lot of times, I don't want sugar. Then I want something. Some type of comfort I, food. I want something savory. I don't. I yeah. don't want a candy apple <laughs> I, or a rice crispy. No kidding. Okay, sorry. Yes, let's. Uh, yeah, let's let's move on. But I just thank you for letting me throw that in. Well, I have to add one more thing to that, uh, Tim, because you know you went there. So um, at least, if anything else, at least we know for your for your dad that uh, signature restaurants do have burgers. <laughs> oh my god it just <sighs> and for oh, a quick what... reference uh, Tim's father tried to order a hamburger in a um, signature restaurant <laughs> after uh, and Tim was Tim was not having it but I, I mean it's uh, my, my wife is the one who handled it the best you know why don't we just go ahead for some chocolate milk your way you toddler <laughs> yep this is why i marry this woman <laughs> all right and with that tim why don't you tell us about tonight's game because you came you came up with it <clears throat> okay uh well just kind of trying to think about something we could just have a little bit of fun with and uh just especially since a lot of uh, you know, all three of us have had our fair share of stays on property, uh, uh, and also uh, Michael and uh, his his lovely bride being DVC members. That uh, we could talk about uh, the resorts, and we can keep one, we can renovate one, and we can can one. So that's uh, that's that's our little game tonight. Okay, kind of- so. We have to throw out the caveat because you gave me different information beforehand, which kind of threw my uh, skewed my answers. Yeah, that's that's my bad. Uh, it was going to be DVC resorts, and I just what I said was, I mean, if you just want to open it up to all resorts, feel free to open it up to all resorts. So some of us prepared DVC, some of us prepared all. So it's 
I for one went the DVC route, so I would have gone a whole other way, but my mind is just fried at the moment with school starting tomorrow. So I'm going to continue with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with DVC for mine, but uh, my understanding is some of you are going to go with regular resorts. So we're just going, going to press on and have the hap hap happiest, never mind. <laughs> and we're going to continue on. Since Michael Eisner opened the Grand Floridian. Yes. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> like you said. <laughs> Let's go. Move well, didn't, didn't Danny K open up uh, Splash Mountain? I... I know, I know he was... I know Danny K was at the opening of uh, Disneyland. I think Art Linkletter in, uh, interviewed him at the train station. He was one of the guests interviewed at the train station, I believe. Hmm. No, I'm sorry, not our, our Linkletter. It was uh, Ronald Reagan who was actually interviewing people at the train station. Linkletter was on uh, Main Street. So, All right. or vice versa. Anyway, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, Tim, I'm going to have you start off. What are you keeping? <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm keeping. My my home away from home, my favorite, my my love, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, <clears throat> Kidani Village, Jumbo House, the whole shot. Nothing. Uh, you are perfect the way you are. You uh, they they have the best pools. They have the best restaurants. They have the best pool bar. They, uh, the Mara is one of the mo- one of the top tier uh, food courts in the resorts. Zawadi Marketplace is a spectacular general store. Uh, Victoria Falls is one of the best lounges on property. The just the feeling when you walk in there. I, my wife put it the best way uh, when we first went down there. We that was, I was lucky. That was my first ever on-property stay. Was the Animal Kingdom Lodge back in 2003? Uh, I've been going since 1982, but came from a working-class family. We didn't have the money to spend property. Uh, then, obviously, you know, going through college, getting into the workforce, everything else, no money to stay on property. Once finally. Getting you know, getting our feet a little bit uh, on the ground, we decided to stay on property for the first time, and it's uh, walking in there. Uh, like she said, she walked in, she instantly felt comfort, and I could not describe it better myself. Uh, I I felt an immediate connection to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I felt just an immediate sense of relaxation walking in. Uh, the the first time I ever heard somebody say, "Let me be the first to say, welcome home," and it was it was like he it was like the the gentleman who took every bit of the weight of the world and threw it right off of me and said, "For the next week, those stay out here," and uh, that's always had a special place in my heart since then. I one hundred percent agree with you on that. That was beautiful. Yeah, I, I I love animal. I love especially Jumbo House. Like, uh, there's there's something about that lobby when you walk in, especially like 
either whether you're checking in or you're just there to visit it's something about jumbo house in general is just like it feels so like so much like home like you're so like it's very inviting when i was um in the lounge talking to pat you know just looking out the window and just seeing zebras it just it was just something surreal about it It is one of, I actually uh, sometimes will um, go down there after after work and I'll just sit there. I'll mark, I'll mark papers in the lobby, just kind of just, you know, listening to the drums out there and just kind of just enjoying the atmosphere. It's it's definitely a place where I can just clear my head. So, well oh, done to the book is awesome. I love just going out there, sitting there with a cup of coffee or a drink and just, just relax. Just enjoying the enjoying the uh the atmosphere and uh michael what about you what are you keeping uh so this is this this one's tough uh but i think my i think my my good friend joe would be very proud of me uh i'm keeping saratoga i mean i i've stayed at uh since i became dvc in 2018 i have stayed a combined the most nights at saratoga uh, my longer trips have been at Saratoga, and it's just something about that resort that's very, especially with the, the room remodels and, and everything that's been cleaned up. Uh, it's very, just like Tim said about about uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's very welcoming, and it's very like, okay, I'm here. I'm back at my the resort that I love. Um, there's four pools, and they're not just like four quiet pools. Uh Two of them have slides. They all have hot tubs. They all have theming. They all have splash pads, uh, except for the the one closest to Disney Springs. That one's kind of lame, but three of them are very solid. Turf Club is an awesome restaurant. Turf Club Bar is probably one of my favorite bars on the property. Um, a bartender there by the name of Jason. If you go talk to Jason, Jason, well, Jason has been pretty much part of our family since we started staying at Saratoga. Um, and the rooms are great. Um, the resort itself is awesome. Walking distance to Springs, which most of my trips, I spend a lot of time at Springs. Um, you have bike rentals, Siri bike rentals. Um, they, they have a, a little pathway, if you don't know about it, that leads right to Old Key West. And Old Key West is another fantastic resort. Uh, so you have access to all this food and all this great amenities. Uh, I love love saratoga so i'm going with saratoga as my keep and the pathways you know the the pathway closest to cirque du soleil to um great pathway yeah it is great from from yeah from cirque to uh saratoga a lot of people don't know about that one because a lot of them come back around uh the the other yeah. way going towards the um going towards the marketplace and all and they they, they enter disney springs from there there's a bridge but you go, you go the longer way, going towards um, the west side and all that, and it is just like you know, it's a nice little nature path. You can, you know, yeah. not get lost on it, but you know, you kind of, you know, when you get away from Disney Springs and you're not quite at the uh, resort yet, it's just a, a nice, calming area, and it's just you know, it's you know. You're you're surrounded by the nature elements. You hear you hear the tree frogs going. You know, you have the river by you. It, it's just so relaxing. It is so nice. Yeah, you got the golf course. You have the 
the boats coming by and, mm-hmm. and the, the boat captains waving at you. Um, uh, actually, I have a tip for if any of our listeners ever stay in Saratoga uh, oh. and are like kind of like uh, active people, or or even if you're unactive, I don't really don't care. But um, rent the bike. You can rent a bike at Saratoga for like eight bucks if you're a DVC member, nine dollars if you're not a DVC member. Um, and if uh, I think for twenty dollars you can get it for the whole day, and they'll give you a bike lock and everything, so you can go right around. Go to Old Key West. You can take the nature path that goes to Old Key West. You can ride the bike all the way down, right around Old Key West. You can take it to the path that Dave's talking about and lock your bike by uh, Disney Springs and just enjoy Disney Springs if you don't feel like walking. I mean, I think it's it's a really, really cool uh, resort. Uh, so many pool tables. You can put pool tables all the time. I'm a, I'm a, a Disney World resort slide uh, water slide enthusiasts and they got two really solid slides there i gotta try that bike thing i think as the fall comes a nice a nice crisp fall night i think i'm gonna try that one i never even realized that but. it's great the 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 uh, the nine dollars or eight dollars if you can get somebody's dvc card um i don't i do not condone stealing people's dvc cards uh but if if you can uh eight bucks is it's a great deal and you ride around it's a comfortable bike it's not i'm like you know i'm I'm average size and bikes in my butt don't work well but it was comfortable and uh it's got a little basket you can put a little speaker on play some music it's a great time great time nice tim you have anything to add about about uh, saratoga no i i think um michael hit the nail on the head it Saratoga is a hidden gem. It's a wonderful resort. It's got great amenities. Uh, the the villas are super comfortable, relaxing. Um, you know, it's it's been a while since I've stayed there, but fantastic. And also, I don't know if they still have it or more. I mean, Michael will probably be able to give me a lot more insight on this. Uh, but they used to have like a low key, really good cigar selection uh, in their gift shop. So that's that's something always nice wanted to grab casual smoke and just uh you know just grab yourself a, a nice drink and a smoke and just relax outside uh that's something that was uh and they were and it was a heck of a lot cheaper than sosa yeah. family on these springs too so um yeah they they uh the lobby doesn't have the same cigar selection when i first started going but down in the golf pro shop they got some really good cigar cigar selections and okay. another another great uh, meal to have on property. I know we were talking about this. Down by the golf course, there's a little sandwich shop. Uh, it's called Chippendales. Uh, and they do boar's head uh, sandwiches, like cold cuts. And they have like hot, they have quesadillas and, and uh, hot dogs and stuff. For $16, you can get a sandwich on wheat. And it's like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating, but they put like about a pound of meat on each one. Uh, a bag of chips, a pickle, and a beer for 16 bucks. So if you're ever in Saratoga, go check that out. Good to know. Talking about it. Fantastic. (laughs) I'm surprised surprised Saratoga Joe hasn't brought that one up yet. Yeah, that's that's my... uh, uh, What what is it? Uh, Saratoga Joe tip of the day. Uh, I'm going to steal that one for for today. That sandwich shop, Chippendale's I'm a huge board. I mean, we have me and Dave have public sports head is like, they're like, 
you know, they always use boar's head in the pub subs. Uh, but I love a good sandwich. And sometimes, like, you know, the day at the pool, you want a sandwich. You want a cold cut sandwich. Yeah. And you don't want to make it yourself. I totally get that. All right. And for me, I'm actually going to piggyback on your idea, uh, Michael. And I'm going to be keeping Old Key West. I mean, it was the original DVC resort. It's the largest. Uh, it has one of the... Uh, major hidden gems of Walt Disney property, and that's Olivia's Cafe. Now, I will say that uh, since the pandemic, Olivia's has had a uh, smaller menu than they normally used to have. They used to have this amazing pork chop that, and I'm one that really doesn't like pork chops anywhere else, and I ended up taking a taste of one of my friends, and I was like, oh my god, I have to try this, and it's become my signature dish when I go there. They're, um, their conch fritters are amazing. It's, um, they have a decent prime rib. The prime, I will say the prime rib over at uh, Saratoga is better, but uh, it is definitely a hidden gem of a restaurant. Right now, I would recommend going for breakfast over dinner. Uh, you have more of a selection at, at breakfast. They have a, bananas, a banana bread uh, French toast that is their signature meal, which is... Uh, you know, it's 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 basically a warm hug of a meal. And um, but besides that, I love the spacing for uh, you know how big the uh, villas are over here because I have friends that when they get together and everything and get down here, they want to be able to see me. They want to see other people. And what we end up doing uh, at one time is just. We have a night to catch up, and we have a game night over there. I bring all of my board games. I've gone. I've my signature meal that I make is uh, linguine carbonara. Every time I'm every time I'm there, I get a. Last time we were there, we had about uh, fifteen people. I got to cook for everybody. It was almost like it was almost like a uh, a holiday. So I always have these happy memories that will revolve around old key west that it just for me it feels like family friends who are friends who are family it's um yeah i love being able to sit out on on the balcony and sit my coffee at jumbo house and watch the savannah but there's another piece and, an, and another great joy that i have of just being able to just to be with loved ones at Old Key West that just makes it just I hear I hear the name Old Key West and I have to smile. No question. Old Key West is such a laid back, such a chill place. Uh, Olivia's is a gem. Fantastic pool, one of the best general stores on property. Um, Girdling suitcase, obviously, I mean, comes with its own accolades. It just uh, it you feel so isolated. It reminds me of a deluxe version of French Quarter. It is so okay. quiet, relaxing, so chill, so inviting. I mean, it's it's like if French Quarter was a deluxe, was was a DVC. That's yeah, a really I, I good analogy. That. I can see that. So, uh, Dave, I love. I mean, as you can tell, I love those those uh, Sasagula. Um, area hotels they're mm-hmm. like some of my favorite um, Old Key West when I tell you that when I've stayed there and uh, 
living in South Florida, you go down to Key Largo a lot. Um, it literally felt like this is what Key Largo probably was like in its heyday because Key Largo is really run down now. But like it felt like that the only thing was missing is like golf carts driving around and uh, old people. Well, there's old people, but uh, it's such a great resort. Turtle Pond Pool is like a hidden gem. That pool is awesome. They have a like great food selection, a, a great beer selection. They have a great some good IPAs out there. Uh, great, great section over there. Excellent. And now it's time for renovations. So, Tim, where are you renovating? Well, uh, I am going to take of the yacht club not the beach club so let's <clears throat> before everybody comes at me with uh, torches and pitchforks I am going to take the yacht club and I'm actually going to take a classical spin on it and kind of do it in the style and, um, uh, and an, as an homage to one of Walt Disney's uh, kind of original ideas for another theme park that never quite got off the ground. And that is Walt Disney, Walt Disney's America. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the Yacht Club, which already has kind of a New England vibe, and I'm going to turn that into a colonial United States feel. And we're going to theme that. Uh, we're going to theme that resort to around the time of in and around the revolution, just after the revolution, uh, with the new country. You have uh, you already have Stormalong Bay set up, so you already have the the potential to have something set up to where it looks, you know, something like uh, like a tribute to John Paul Jones. You have restaurants. Uh, that you can set up to look exactly like New England taverns, uh, Cape May Cafe. I don't see any reason to fix to try to fix what isn't broken, with the exception of let's 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 actually bump up the seafood a little bit. You know, let's let's quit let's quit buying from uh, uh, let's 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 quit buying from bottom feeders right now because the last time I was there, food was much less than spectacular. But. Uh, I, I feel like that would give the yachtsman a little bit of a bump up. Uh, I, I love some of the restaurants in the yachtsman. I love Stormalong Bay is probably the best pool on property. But when you walk into the yachtsman, it it has a feel of you're walking in and you run into the preppy kid you couldn't stand in school and all he said is you can't touch me my dad's a uh, I just Tim Tim repeat that you broke up there. a bit I couldn't hear you yeah okay uh, sorry What? Uh, which part Right after the preppy kid. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, it's it's very stuffy in there. You you almost feel like you're supposed to be at your grandmother's house. You you almost feel like you're somewhere and being told sit down, 
stay there. Don't touch anything. I mean, we're, we're, the only thing missing almost is the plastic on the furniture. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, funny. I, I know what you're com- coming from, but yet you go next door to Cruise Cup Lounge, it doesn't have that feeling. No. No, it doesn't. But and I mean, that's the, just, and the, that's the bar for yachtsmen. It's just, it's, it's wild that you have those two polar opposites. Yes. And it just, I feel like it's, it's one of those. Yes, I understand that we do have a little bit of a like an upper, like a, a middle upper class, upper class element, but the yacht club. I mean. It, <laughs> Can can we can we make this a little bit more warm, inviting, or maybe make it a little bit more interesting, make it a little more immersive? I, I know I know, Dave, this is something that you don't like because it's involving education. <laughs> you don't want to learn when you're on vacation. <laughs> but to almost do something in the style of what Walt Disney was trying to plan for for a theme park that he wanted to do which in essence is why Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln was developed and then also why, uh, in essence, why the Hall of Presidents was then developed uh, in his, you know, after his, uh, after his passing. So I, I really feel like this is something that would really jive. I think you, it's, there's, there's a way to do this where it's going to be fun for everyone. There's a way to do this where it's going to be interesting. You're going to be able to work in a lot of different cuisines. Uh, almost, uh, almost like you're you're actually taking Liberty Square and going pro with it. So that's uh, that's that's my suggestion to kind of unstuffy up the yachtsman. Okay. Uh, yacht club. Yeah, and I, I as you said, Colonial America. I feel like that's awesome, an awesome extension of like the American adventure. Like the yeah. architecture, almost like very very similar. As long, as long as we get to keep that white that lighthouse, I love that lighthouse. That's a, one of my favorite features of that. Oh yeah, I mean you you have to keep me new, especially with you're talking about you know the the colonies when you're going if you're going with a New England feel, you got to keep the lighthouse absolutely. Maybe build a a, a, a replica of old Ironsides. That'll be awesome. Well, I mean that, and it's it's also it's also Disney's favorite thing. It's already halfway done, so you don't have to spend a lot of money on the renovations. Exactly. I love I mean, it. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shooting right up Chappix Alley, for crying out loud. <laughs> there you go. Throw some decals on it, and it's uh, call it a day. <laughs> Slap this Betsy Ross up there. We'll be yeah, done. <laughs> stick, a, stick a cricket sticker that says uh, uh, 1776, and we're good. Oh yeah, yeah. We we really are chapping chapping up the hotel now. <laughs> no, if you really want to do it, because now uh, they associate everything America with the Muppets, just throw Sam Eagle in there too, and we'll be good. It's all good. Oh, well, I mean, who do you think's ho- who do you think's going to host the character breakfast? As far as I'm oh, concerned? it's got to be Sam Eagle. It's got to <laughs> be Sam, it's got to be Sam Eagle and uh, 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 John, uh, uh, the. All the all the Americana characters that they use, you know, you could throw some Johnny Appleseed in there, running around. Exactly. You you could do you could do the Disney Tall Tales. You could have Paul Bunyan yeah. in there. You could take Ghost Bill. 
And yes, Sam the Eagle is uh, is one of your characters. I mean, it'll be the only character breakfast where there are absolutely no children and it's full of Gen X and Millennials. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the greatest character breakfast ever. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize I had my mic off. <laughs> all right, so uh, Michael, what about you? All right, so I'm gonna piggyback just like just like Dave piggybacked on Old Key West and Saratoga. I'm taking the Boardwalk. I think uh, the Boardwalk has some untapped potential, and it's uh, the thing with the, I love the don't get take this as I hate them. I love the Boardwalk. One, the rooms need to be completely redone. Uh, the rooms are very dated. Uh, they still have like a thermostat from 1994. Uh, I think the thermostat's actually older than I am. Um, they still have like a bunch of stuff going on, but that's besides the point. I want to re renovate uh, and add things to it because I don't want to get rid of the theme. I want to I want to plus it as as uh, Mr. Walt Disney used to say. I want to plus it. I want to give it some extra life. One. We don't need a cake shop in ESPN. We need another. We need a sports bar we, that needs to stay ESPN. It, it could be something else. Maybe Team Mickey. Something. I don't care. Just keep the theming on the outside. The giant weights were like iconic for the boardwalk. Um, I think that everything needs to stay the same, uh, except for maybe add a giant Ferris wheel, like the original concept art of it. Put a giant Ferris wheel as like an attraction that people can ride if they're staying on the boardwalk something like a weenie that you're looking at because uh the boardwalk is you look at the facades of the, of the building uh you know the yacht club has its its weenies it has the 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 shipwreck and it has the lighthouse over at the swan and dolphin believe it or not the sight lines have their weenies uh the boardwalk is they go with the skyline i think you know you add a giant ferris wheel um Knowing Chapek, you'll charge like 30 bucks to go on it. But you do something like that so it draws more attention to it. You add more of that boardwalk-esque feel to it. Um, as for like restaurants, I do think that boardwalk, uh, when it comes to quick service, it has some great quick service on the boardwalk, but it's not open all the time. Uh, maybe adding a quick service inside near the lobby uh, to try to alleviate some of that crowd because Boardwalk Bakery is not the best, uh, to be honest with you. Um, it's got some great bakery items, but like, I don't want, I don't, I honestly don't want a Reuben from the same place where they're they're selling like these terrible, terrible everything bagels over there. Um, pizza window maybe plus the pizza window make it like a full-on pizza like boardwalk style pizzeria or pizza window keep the window obviously uh, but yeah i think that the boardwalk just needs something it's missing something and it it's not a cake shop it really isn't a cake shop fair enough so i took this in a whole other direction because uh I was trying to figure out, okay, what do I really need to uh, renovate that? And I kind of went more with theming for this one. And I'm actually going to renovate Bay Lake Tower. And the reason why is because of its close prox proximity to the new Tron light cycle, which will be opening up. And, you know, 
We have Tomorrowland, the whole idea of the contemporary hotel. The contemporary today is no longer contemporary. It's out. It's outdated. So, you know, I get the '70s look of the contemporary that was. You know, it's it's iconic. Leave it the way it is. Yes, they just they just redid the bedrooms and everything in there. You know, new furniture and everything. But while there's nothing wrong per se with uh, Bay Lake Tower at the moment. I'm thinking that, considering, you know, you're right by Tron and everything, I'm thinking more of a uh, futuristic look to the, to the rooms. You know, use the most uh, state-of-the-art furniture, a lot of, um, you know, something that, you know, kind of borders on a little bit uh, cheesy, but, you know, looks futuristic. Like, back in, back in the uh, early 90s, they tried to do that. They have, like, all these rounded corners type uh, furniture. Put a little bit of put a, put a little bit of that and kind of throw a couple maybe in maybe in the hallways and everything uh, throw a couple 80s you know a couple mix it with a few nods to the 80s in terms of the decor and stuff like that nothing really over Disneyfied or anything uh, if you want every now and then you know if you want to fe- feature some characters maybe uh, on property somewhere maybe in some of the artwork or something. Use a very, use like the um, use some type of modern art that maybe incorporates something like Buzz Lightyear somewhere in it, but just very subtle. Maybe like his silhouette or something like that. You could even do it with the new. Uh, I'm not going to say live action Buzz Lightyear, but the one where he's not a toy that just recently came out. So you can get a little creative with that. You can have, you know, inside maybe some of the, you know, on the carpets or something, very subtly you might have, you know, some images from Tron, you know, maybe something that looks like the wheel of the light cycle or something like that. And then up in um, in the top of the World Lounge and everything, yes, it's elegant, it is a beautiful, it is a beautiful place, but, you know, kind of go with the theming that's around you of, of Walt Disney World, I'm um, sorry, uh, Magic Kingdom with, with Tomorrowland there, you know, add a little bit more neon there and make it a little bit more future, futuristic and kind of just have a, uh, have more of a fun theme up in the, uh, up in the lounge for the DVC, for the DVCers at that point, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the top of the lounge now. I do like the elegance of it. I do understand, you know, you kind of want to go to a place where, you know, you feel a little bit upscale and everything. But at the same time, this is Walt Disney World. You know, I am an IP guy. I'm not saying bring IP into there, but, you know, kind of, it is the contemporary. So kind of make it, you know, make it contemporary. That's all I got. Well, Dave, they they already did that, uh, but the problem is, is there's no pool and they're charging six thousand dollars for two nights. So, um, it well, we'll see. Yeah. They already did what? Made a hotel that was futuristic and everything, and added some neon things like that. They're charging 
six thousand dollars for two nights for it you sleep in uh, oh sleep okay in a- okay I, I i get i get what you, okay right okay I, I, I get where you're going with that one okay fair <laughs> enough <laughs> sorry it's way past my bedtime so my mind is kind of just a little stunned at the moment so. oh, no, I, I got you but <laughs> i like uh I, I like i like the the retheming of of uh of bay lake honestly i think that there's part of it that it feels like okay you guys need to get away from this whole like futuristic maybe go i like the tron thing and then like if you wanted to if you really wanted to um top of the world to the end of the line bar i think that would be pretty awesome uh but if you don't want to go the full theming i mean as a as like a dvc person i i really don't i'm not crazy about the whole villains uh takeover i think that a lot of us go to top of the world to escape that kind of like you know like the, the theming and just sit in an elegant bar or like dave said um but it is what it is i still haven't gone yet because it's a pain in the butt to get in uh but yeah i like it i love uh retheming uh, contemporary even contemporary can use a nice little retheming. all right and now I it's like time it. oh go ahead no, just I like where your head's at. I mean, I agree. You could you could theme that in to where it almost looks like, almost almost like it would be a hotel on the like on the property of like the original concept of Epcot. I like it. And now for our last part of giving a a, a uh, resort the axe. I struggle with this one because you know, I actually like all the you know, and plus I was also going with the. Uh, I was also going with DVC. I guess if I'm going to give a resort the axe, I'm going to give All Star Music the the uh, axe because I think it could be better themed. But I'm going to go with my DVC idea first before I throw it over to you guys. And I'm just going to axe one part. And I'm axing. I'm going to the Polynesian, and I know they're a money maker and all that. But the bungalows are an eyesore. That was. That's land that is basically being taken up by people that are actually in the actual hotel out there they had a perfect view before those bungalows came in and i feel like you know they charge top dollar for the rooms that are in front of the bungalows because they're still technically a theme park view i think the bungalows gotta go if i'm you know i know it's never going to happen but i'm gonna make mine as simple as possible thoughts uh, I as I, I just like checked out of Polynesian mostly a week ago. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't know if anybody knows about this, but one of the best places to watch fireworks is over at Sunset. It's called Sunset Point. Uh, but it's not on the map. It's uh, right behind the bungalows. Uh, there's like a little hill, and there's two benches. Uh, Unfortunately, I think it is like, well, not unfortunately for me, it's great, but it is a smoking section. Like they have the, the ashtrays on top. So it's a good place to grab a cigar. Uh, you get a direct view of the fireworks there. And if the bungalows were not there, you would get the most perfect view of Magic Kingdom fireworks. Uh, you would also get like a really good, you uh, the electric water pageant you can't see from up there because the bungalows block it. But yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, as somebody that does not have enough points and probably won't ever have enough points to stay in a bungalow, I'm fine with getting rid of them. 
Tim? <clears throat> uh, yeah, you know what? I I think you're I think you're dead on. I mean, it's the bungalows were an eyesore. I, I get what they're going for. They, you know, they a, a bunch of travel agencies kept on showing all these places in the middle of the South Pacific that had these bungalows on stilts. And oh look, we can, you know, we, we can we can make one here and you know, have everybody believe they're in some you know bougie Polynesian area. I mean, you're still in a bougie area. It's just not Polynesian. Uh, it, they just, I, I agree. I mean, it just, you, you look over and it's just, uh, it, it, it almost feels like they finished them halfway and they never bothered to finish the rest. It, it's, there's, there's more, right? I mean, with what those things cost, there's more, right? Right? I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. you don't I mean, even get a hot tub, you get a, 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 a puddle of water. Like it's just like if it, like the whole point of a bungalow and like Aruba and like all these places is like you get in the bungalow and you jump in the water. You can't do that. Like gators in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless unless you want to go full on Florida man, yeah, you're not going to be able. To, you're not going to be jumping into the water. So. And if you do, watch out for those brain eating amoeba. Ah uh, yes. Beach Riverside, River Country. <laughs> and this time, Tim, we're going to end with you, so I'm going to throw it to Michael. What are you, you getting the axe? Okay, so I stayed with my, I stayed with like the DVC thing, like Dave. Um, I I spent a good 10 minutes talking about how much I love Animal Kingdom Lodge, but I'm going to get rid of Kidani. Um, in all in all honesty uh i love jumbo house i think jumbo house is one of the best property uh best resorts on property but jumbo uh kadani just other than the pool i love the pool at kadani but it's a pain to get to transportation sucks and there's no quick service whatsoever and to get from kadani to jumbo is such a pain because you have to walk outside uh it's not like they don't the hotels don't connect they look like they connect but they don't connect you have to walk outside and you and you're like oh that's not that bad you can like take a walk look at some animals no the, the walkway is like in the parking lot um i mean the the whole parking under your room right not i'm not i know everybody that that's one of the reasons they love kadani so much uh, i'm just not a not a big kadani fan i i i i've said this on the show before uh I thought Sanaa was okay. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, I just, I, I like the bread service. I love the bread service, but you can get it at the Sanaa Lounge and I can sit there. I don't have to waste like a, a reservation. I could just sit down and have that, but there is no quick service. The gift shop's weak. Uh, I understand it's a DVC only property kind of thing, but uh, I've gotten a room at, at uh, Kadani that's supposed to be Savannah View and I'm looking at a parking lot like with a little piece of the savannah that no animals are on uh, meanwhile at jumbo house i get like the best views even if i don't have a savannah view at jumbo house the views are great uh but yeah i'm getting ready to fair enough i'm surprised that in uh, all of the years i'm surprised that they actually haven't announced a um, even if they take it and put it off to the side and everything you know I'm sure they have the real estate to actually build a quick service over there because that's always been the major uh, point of contention with a lot of people that there is no quick service. Yeah, 
and, and, and like uh, Sanaa is not the lounge is not big enough to be like okay we're just gonna run like quick service out of here or something the, the Sanaa is actually kind of like I, I find it kind of small but uh, the lounge itself is not the most comfortable place see I I, I assume that that would be the most logical place to create a quick service because you know you have the kitchen right over there just get rid of the bar you know you know add it Move it, move the bar into into the rest into the restaurant, and you have a quick service. Right, the quick service the quick service at Old Key West is that huge. You don't need a big quick service. You know, you don't. You just need something because it's not a huge resort. Uh, Old Key West is a huge resort, yeah. and their the their quick service is not big, but it doesn't get crowded. It it feels nice. And you uh, don't need a big bar either because look at the gurgling suitcase. It's basically a phone booth, but you know, exactly. it, it, it gets you, business. I, I think like. Uh, uh, and and uh, the pool bar, I forget which one it's called over there at Kadani. That all they have is like a pulled pork sandwich and hot dogs, and it's that's not that doesn't cut it. Like I mean, I, I've been ranting about food. I sound like like, but I, that's ninety percent of my Disney trip is food. Fair enough. Tim, anything to add? No, I, I, to tell you the truth, I mean, I, I, it's very hard to argue because, funny enough, out of all the restaurants on Animal Kingdom property, Sanaa's my least favorite, and I completely agree with Michael. I think the best out of the bread stuff, and Kadani is a pain in the ass to get to, uh, you know, it's, it's a pain in the ass to get from Kadani to Jumbo House. When I, whenever I have uh, enjoyed all of my amenities at the Animal Kingdom, I've always stayed Jumbo House because it's to me that's that is the superior part. Uh, I think Kidani was they they wanted to add something, they wanted to make it DVC quick, and I think it was uh, a little bit of an afterthought. I don't think they put as much planning into there as they as they could have. And especially, I mean, when you're talking quick service over there, I mean that's you know, that's like like Mike said, that's weak sauce, man. And uh, just to add to that, there's the there's there's not a lot of cast members that are out on the savannah power washing rocks. <laughs> well, that's it. Throw it out. We're done. <laughs> All right. And Funny Tim, enough, I just told that story the other day. <laughs> and Tim, what are, what are you getting uh, rid of? Uh, I'm getting rid of uh, DVC at the Grand Floridian. Uh, to me, it's unnecessary. It's absolutely unnecessary. It's the Grand Floridian is a wedding hotel, a honeymoon hotel, a special event hotel. It the, the villas do not fit for a vacation or anything else. I mean. It, this this can the Grand Floridian kids should support the flagship hotel and flagship hotel alone. Adding on villas is just another way because they want to suck some more money off the monorail. It's it's to me it was I I, I feel like it's I feel like it's you're, you're putting you're putting a white castle in the parking lot of a Neiman Marcus. It just these two things do not go together. Uh, it just 
I'm not saying they're cheaply done over there. I mean, obviously, they're extremely nice. They're beautiful. The, the Grand Floridian is a gorgeous, gorgeous resort. But to me, the the Grand Floridian, ha, you know, was, has been, is, and always will be a place where it's a, it's, it's like staying at a, it's, it is a fancy hotel and not a not a vacation club not a timeshare not a not a villa type it is a hotel and suite amenity hotel uh, you know property that's what it should be i just i i feel like it's just out of place it just it, it's it's not uniform it's so yeah the other uh, thing but, with those is they're off to the they're kind of like off to the side they kind of feel like an afterthought i mean don't get me wrong i mean they you know the buildings and everything when you get to them they are they are beautiful inside and all that but you know they're kind of off from the main complex of the grand floridian i i guess i understand like you know sometimes they do that with dvc but this one it seems like a longer walk, you know, they have these covered walkways for, that go from the main hotel buildings over to the DVC, but, you know, they're actually kind of lengthy where, at where you know, if you want to stay on a monorail resort and everything, you know, so if you're going to the Magic Kingdom, you know, you actually kind of have a bit of a hike after you get off the um, monorail to get back to your room, and it's kind of, I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose in some ways. You know, at least the garden rooms at, you know, there's different buildings of the Grand Floridian. You might not be in the building with the uh, the iconic birdcage elevator, but they're, they're, you know, they're in close proximity. Here, you're kind of like having to go almost off property into the wedding pavilion over to kind of get to kind of get over to them. And it just it just seems like no matter where you go, either, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a hike to get back to your room, which you know, is that the is is that the luxury that is the Grand Floridian? Something is kind of it leaves something to be desired. And and that's and that's how I feel about uh, the Floridian is, you know, it is a walk up, hand off your keys at the door, go check in. You're either st- you know either staying in the main building or you know just one of the offshoots that are very close. You know you're you know you're you're there so you can uh, you know you can eat at Citrico's. You're there so you can dine at you know Victorian Alberts. It's to me there's there's a certain elegance about it, and when when you add when you add in that vacation club element. And I'm not talking about the, like anybody who owns Vacation Club, <laughs> uh, and I, or anybody who stays Vacation Club. I just I, I feel like Vacation Club has its places. It makes it a little more busier, almost like it's it just it was like you said it, it felt like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because they want it. They, like well, hey, we're every you know almost everybody like well every every other resort on the monorail is is DVC. Let's make this one too, and guys, you know, again the, the Jeff Goldblum, you know, you know you were so preoccupied with whether you whether you could, you didn't ask yourself whether you should. So 
Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you, uh, Tip. Uh, the PVC section itself uh, does not even feel like it's part of the Grand Floridian. Like, it feels so uh, separate. I mean, I love I love the little Grand Floridian PVC lobby. I think it's really cute with the like the Mary Poppins fountain. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool, but, but uh, they used to give free Nespresso coffee but they stopped doing it so it definitely can you know what you can get rid of it if you want because no more nespresso coffee then you gotta get rid of it um but yeah it's um it's one of those things that like like i've talked about saratoga i've talked about uh boardwalk i've stayed at those Uh, i haven't stayed at grand floridian yet but i feel like it doesn't have that that dvc feel either like you're saying that dvc doesn't fit in there i feel like dvc has a different feeling to it i feel like that's a resort that i would go to and i wouldn't feel like okay this is not like a welcome home resort this is more like a oh wow we're staying at the grand floridian kind of thing uh i i totally get that yeah it's supposed to be it's supposed to be over the top you want to be away from home when it's you know it's you're at the height of luxury at the grand floridian I, i totally get where you're coming from yeah, I mean that's I mean that's that's where I stay for my honeymoon. I mean that's that, that that's that's not where I stay when it's a wow it's 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 been one one heck of a third and fourth quarter at work, uh, and it's 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 cold it's colder than you know colder than damnation here in the Midwest. I want to get away and I want to go somewhere where it's warm and enjoy myself and relax, and sit out by the pool. I Grand Floridian is not the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, you know, Old Key West comes to my mind. You know, you know, uh, Boardwalk comes to my mind. Saratoga comes to my mind. So many other resorts come to my mind, other than Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian is something where it's a, oh, okay, I guess we're all going to, uh, you know, spend Christmas at the resort. There's a Grand Floridian trip. Yeah. Or it's a, oh. Our, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's our 20th anniversary. Okay, not a, you know what? Uh, we've got some points to burn off, and you know we don't have anything to do this weekend. Let's do this. You know, it's. Uh, I I don't I don't feel like walking past someone in a in a blazer and a suit and tie, and you know um you know scratching my rear end in board shorts waiting for a sandwich you know at a counter service so. and then at the same time the the two dvc buildings because they just added the new one which are not even dvc uh suites they're like hotel rooms that you can get with uh, with points uh, they're very far apart yeah. you know they're they're very far apart because i think that's big pine key got converted to these resort style rooms there's no like if i'm if i'm spending points like honestly uh you know we we go when we take food like tim says we we take snacks things that you could throw in the microwave you know some hot pockets pizza pockets whatever whatever you want um it doesn't have a kitchen net in, in those rooms um only the the other dvc it, it does feel like okay uh we're gonna sell more points here because we can and uh, I think that takes away a lot of what makes the Grand Floridian special to me. And it also, without a kitchen, without a kitchenette and everything. I mean, even even the studios have a kitchenette. Is it really DBC anymore? Because it's supposed to be all the comforts of home. Yeah, it, it's that's it, that's what I'm supposed to be home. Yeah. 
yeah not not even a kitchenette i mean for crying out loud i mean i, I paid you know went down to panama city beach during spring break in 1997 and you know i i paid 25 dollars a night this crap hole called the beachside motel and even they gave me a kitchen yeah, some some of the hotels in 192 still give me a kitchenette. <laughs> and Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, at, gentlemen, at, at on that note, we are going to end. This has been a most enjoyable recording with you guys. Uh, why don't we go around the table and tell everybody where we can be found? Tim, where are you? You can find me on the Twitter machine at plain underscore Tim. Michael? Uh, you can find me on uh, on Instagram at m.fernandez7. Um, well, that's mostly where I'm at. Uh, I don't have Twitter. I don't have... I, I have TikTok, but I don't post anything. So uh, that's where you can find me. You can find me best on Instagram at Figments Reality. You can find the mickey dudes on instagram at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes we also um, have a uh, informational facebook page that has been a little bit more active lately so but basically for us we're big on the twitter machine and with that my friends we hope that you have a we're gonna try that again five four three two one And with that, have a magical day. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon